Welcome to the new podcast for WGTS 91.9's Gateway Fellowship, a place that is about inspiring hope. You can find out more about us and hear more messages at MyGatewayFellowship.com. One of the things that I noticed in America capitalism is that it will take something that's very meaningful It will attach something called commercialism to it. And before you know it, it's all backwards. That the meaning of the original thing is completely turned around. And remember, we went over this with you during Christmas time about the story of St. Nicholas. That there really was a St. Nicholas who really did give gifts to children. But as we know, commercialism got involved. And now they're even advertising Christmas before Thanksgiving is even over with. I couldn't believe it this year that I was at home for Thanksgiving and they already had Christmas displays, already set and go, ready to sell stuff. So I decided at the radio station to look up the meaning of St. Valentine's. What, who was this? Was there really a person? Why do we? And so I just want to share a little bit with you here today. He was born in the third century, many, many years ago. He read one verse, and that verse that he read forever changed his life. And it's a verse that we see and we hear all the time. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, That had such an impact on his life that he decided that he wanted to become a priest and to share that good news with everyone. He wanted to simply share the love of God. And so he went around everywhere sharing the love of God. And and, and he was just not an ordinary priest. They said that you could almost see the love of God coming off of him. They said it was just absolutely unbelievable that this guy had gotten so close to God and appreciated it so much. Wouldn't we like to be like that? We walk in a room and people can just tell, whoa, there is something different about that person. Well, everything was fine until Claudius became the emperor of Rome. And one of the things that Claudius decided to do was he decided to build his military bigger and bigger. And there really was no need for it, but he just decided he wanted to just bigger and bigger and bigger. And so uh, uh, when he started this volunteer type thing, people joined, but then it still wasn't big enough. And so Claudius, the emperor there in Rome, decided to do this, is that he decided to make it mandatory that all single guys had to join the military. And he knew that a lot of the Christians were not joining him. And he knew that this would be the thing that would fix it. That if you were single, you weren't married, you had to join the military. Well, the guys got smart. They started asking any single girl they could find to marry them. Claudius' plan did not work. It seemed like more and more people got married. The more he put the law down, the more couples got married. He couldn't stop it. And then he finally decided to do this, 
to make it illegal to marry. That no one from now on in the entire empire of Rome could be married. And that would mean that you would have to then join the military. Do you think that worked? No, let me tell you why. There was one priest who believed in the power of love. And young couples would come to him and say, we really love each other. And we're Christians and we know that we can't live together. And we want to be married. And so the saint, what he would do is that he would take them up to his living quarters And at night, he did something that we call romantic to this very day. He lit candles all around. For that way, they couldn't see the lights on all over his house, the different things. So he just lit a few little candles in a room, and he would have the couples join hands, and he would marry them. And he would marry more and more and more and more couples. And finally, after a year... Word got out that there was one person who was going against the emperor, and that was Valentine. And so they warned him that if you marry one more couple, the emperor himself says that you will die. So he had to make a decision. He had to think about this. Am I going to let someone take love away? Do you know what he did? He married the very next couple that asked him to. And when he was done marrying that couple, he was arrested. And they asked him this one question while he was in prison. If you simply say that you are wrong and you'll never do it again, we will release you. He thought about it, and he simply said no. But something amazing started to happen. While he was there in that Roman jail, the thousands of couples that he had married throughout the years went to the jail cell And they wrote him little notes. And they would say, you know, we're going to kill you if you come here to do this. They didn't care. They would come anyway. At first, historians say it was hundreds. Then it became thousands. And they delivered these simple little pieces of paper saying that we love you for what you did for us. Hang in there. And they would say that that encouraged him even more. Well, finally, the jail keeper's daughter, she went to him and just wanted to meet this man who had loved so much. And she sat down with him, and there he poured his heart out to her about the love of God. And if you read history, he converted her to become a believer. And she made it her life story 
to share Valentine's, what he had did for so many people. Well, they asked him one more time, would you repent? And once again, he said no. And so there in Rome, February the 14th, he was killed as a martyr. Friends, that's the true history of Valentine's Day. It's not about the commercialism that you see on TV and giving this and that and this and that and receiving gifts. And It's about remembering a person who loved so much, who wanted to share the gospel so much, that he was willing to give his life for it. And friends, that's what God wants to do for all of us. He wants us to remember how much he loves us. Because all day long, we hear the negative part of the scriptures, of the scriptures of people, I should say, that tell us that we're not worth anything. Things are not good. But if you really read the word of God, you would understand how much he loves you. There's a scripture that I want to share with you. It's found in the book of Romans. Romans chapter 8. And you've heard this many times, but I just want you to really listen to the scripture, and especially in light of this special day. And this is written to Paul to the church of Rome. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ. Jesus, our Lord. Do you understand that scripture? Nothing, nothing can separate you from the love of God. The scripture says not even angels can separate you from that love. Not even demons. Nothing here on earth, under the earth, around the earth. Nothing can separate you from that love of God. And so that's why I say it's a lie from the devil when you start believing that I am nothing. God really doesn't love me. He doesn't have a purpose or a plan for my life. And you will understand that that is a lie. There's a video that I want to show you in a few seconds here. And I remember my military days that there was something called the Iron Man. Darren, you remember the Iron Man hearing about it? And let me explain to you what the Iron Man is. (laughs) The Iron Man is the toughest marathon that any person can ever do. It is 20, well, excuse me, it's 2.4 miles of swimming. Can you just imagine that? In a lake, 2.4 miles of swimming. Then when you're done with the swimming, as soon as you're done, you get on a bicycle. The bicycle ride is... 112 miles. You don't get a break in between the two. So you have just swim 2.4 miles. Then you've got on a bicycle and then you have rode 112 miles and it doesn't stop there. You sit your bike down, put on your running shoes, and then you run 26 miles straight. All this is done at one time. 
And that's why they say you're an iron man or iron woman, if you can complete that. Now, in 1977, there was a boy who had CBS, well, what we call cerebral palsy. Uh, Couldn't walk, couldn't talk. And when he was born, the doctors actually said he wouldn't live. But his parents were believers, and they believed that, as I say here today, that God has a plan for even his life. And so he surprised everyone, and he lived. And his family really took care of him, and they just once again taught him the importance of love, loving people. And so one day he was watching TV, and he heard about a a, a guy who was playing lacrosse who had fell, and he had become paralyzed. And for whatever reason, Rick related with this guy. Even though he couldn't talk, he just related so much that I understand how he feels. And so his father and his mother, they had a special sign language that they could understand, and he told his father this. He says, Dad, they're having a special run, and I want to run. And his dad said, sure, son, I can give you anything you want. He says, no, that's what I want to do. I want to be able to compete in that marathon. And so his dad said, here my son is, his whole life and all the problems and stuff, and he wants to help someone else. At least what I can do is to do my best to do this. So the dad made a special wheelchair, and he put his son in it. His dad, who had suffered a heart attack a few years earlier, who had been a smoker, decided to run with his son. They completed that marathon. But the thing was, they raised so much money, it was absolutely unbelievable for that cause. And the son said, we want to do another one, and another one, and another one. And so for almost seven years, they ran marathons all over the United States. And then his son said something that shocked everyone. He says, Dad, God had told me that if we can do the Iron Man, we could raise $500,000 for people for disabilities. And his father, I'm sure, looked up the Iron Man and said, <laughs> 2.4 miles of swimming, 112 miles of bicycle riding, 26 miles of running. What would you have told your son? That's <laughs> Instead, his dad said, with God's help, we can do it. Amen. Friends, we can do all things. Through Christ Jesus. God has a plan for your life. But many times we think and we believe that we are not valued. We can't do it. 
And I want you to know that when that starts to happen, you, not God, starts creating this whole <laughs> negative thing in your head. Life is not fair. Things are impossible. But I want you to know here today, just as St. Valentine was able to love and willing to die for it, that's a great thing. That's a powerful thing that he did. Just as Dick Holt was able to show his love for his son. In fact, they just had an article. They just completed 1,000 marathons. And the marathon that they last finished was the Boston Marathon last year, 26 miles. And that particular race there, he wanted to raise 500000 He raised over $650,000. You can do all things for Friends, you can do it. God wants you to accept that love he has for you. Wherever life's journey is taking you, we hope you can find a home at Gateway Fellowship, a ministry of WGTS 91.9. We'd love for you to visit us sometime. Services happen each Saturday evening at 6. You can learn more about us and get more podcasts at mygatewayfellowship.com.